It's your old pal Rory here for another one of these things. Um, and that was the Saints with Pigtails, a Joe Meek production put out in 1963. And you know something? I have two microphones here today, and I realized one of them was just open while that was playing. I don't know if you actually heard anything. And there's a reason why I have two microphones. It's because Urshka is here. I think, oh, I turned down your microphone now. I need to turn it back up again. Well, even if that's the case, <laughs> no damage. Yeah, okay. Hopefully I'll get all that crap sorted out as we go. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, hopefully going to be a good show if I don't have the songs queuing again. Um, we got our pal Zach Coons going to pop on by with I'm Allowed. Uh, we got tickets to give away for... The Alpha Strategy and Billow show on the 24th, and then for the Stinka show on the 19th here in Prague. Um, got a whole whack of music per usual. And who knows what else? We'll see. So, I don't know about you, but as in Urshka. But it's, uh, it's pretty damp in here. It's been pretty rainy here in Prague. And uh, I think the house is worse off for it. There's water all over the floor. Our clothes are damp and there's wet towels all over the place. It looks like there was a pool party here, but it wasn't actually all that fun. It was just two people got really wet in the rain when they were outside for a minute. So, I don't know how you feel about all this. Did you get caught in the hail earlier today? Um, no, just when I was walking to your house. But I got like a really friendly Uber driver that um, let me wait in the car for you to get wet as well. Yeah, truly doing the Lord's work. Yeah, thanks for fetching me though. That's it. That's all, all part of the show business here. I actually screwed myself over today because... Uh, once a week I order food for myself and I ordered it to another address instead of my own and I had to cancel that and I never got that food and I had to reorder the food for myself again to get it actually delivered to my house so yeah it's not been an orderly day I'll put it that way but I'll spare everybody the grief of that um, we'll play something next by Shrouded Amps this is Make Me Strange from a release of the same name that came out this year. Here we go.
Stop the hammering out there. Who's got a hammer? Where is it? I don't know. Where's the hammer? Is it on the... Go up on the other floor. Somebody go up there and stop the hammering. Stop the hammering. Call fucking Phil Griffin. I don't care who the fuck you have to call. Stop the hammering. Empty out the goddamn control room and find out where this is going on. It's either there or there. Or out there somewhere. Fucking out of control shit.
know you want to set my soul on fire And you're dying to warm my deepest desires But before I do give myself to you There's something you must understand I don't want to be just your pastime thing Like something you can play with dangling on a string And before I do give my all to you It's got to be the real Gene Shepard with The Real Thing. And that real thing is really kind of corny. But I still like it anyway. Erska and I were saying that we're going to have kind of a contest amongst the selections for today's musical picks, I guess, or whatever. And we'll decide what's the corniest song out of the lot. So that right now is, is a contender. Uh, we got some more up later. That could also fit the bill. We'll see. And, yeah, what do you think we should send them in the mail? I mean, you suggested uh, rotten cabbage, but I would think more like corn or cheese, and cheese and corn, or maybe some really disgusting dish that you can make yeah. from corn and cheese. And then when it arrives, 
to America, it will be welcome anyways. So. It will be. Alright, so as I mentioned earlier, we got some stuff that we're going to be giving away. Precisely tickets. Uh, so I got tickets for the Stinka show on June 19th, and then tickets for my band show, Alpha Strategy, and uh, Billow, who are accompanying us that night. So I think, yeah, I'll start off with the the show on the 24th, which maybe it doesn't make sense to start on that, but anyway. Um, yeah, so all you got to do is to win the two tickets for the 24th, Send me a message and tell me what is the name of the Billow album, which came out in October of 2019. It's pretty easy to find. You just need to go to their Bandcamp page. And then, yeah, I just, I just gave it all away. So, on the topic of shows, I'll go through the weekly show announcements here right after our friend, the J&H Productions guy. Pertaining to show. I want the stars that's going to be in the Coliseum that's going to make the people sway and rock and clap their hands to the beat and get up and dance in an area that will be big enough for them to do it in. Yep. So, let's see. We got on June 19th, Obviously, as I mentioned, Stinka's plan, and then also that same night, uh, it's going to be Pacino and Hissing Fauna for Hissing Fauna's youth release party, True Fur and Football. Uh, then on the 26th, it's Orr and Felina and Tabor at Underdogs, and yeah, I don't even know what I'm saying. Stinka's at Cashtan, and then Hissing Fauna release show. That is at Underdogs as well. Uh, then there's going to be at Chapeau Rouge, Magnesium on June 28th. June 30th is Lebanon and Curvy Chessy at Underdogs. Uh, we got the little mini festival happening outside of the city on the weekend of July 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Uh, that's in the village of Otavitsa. And right now, they've even kind of added some more people onto that lineup lately. So other than my band and or Decultivate, At Bonafide, Kosmiku, Mancuso, Timber Rattle, The Pow from Poland, and Abrizic. So yeah, that's the whole lineup for that. And what else? What else we got? July 4th, Pibone. Smeye and Muchin Conflict and even though this isn't in order June 30th, Lebanon oh I already read that I, I really don't know what I'm doing anymore but that's okay so to run down what we uh, heard just before Gene Shepard the real thing there was oh yeah Pash with Shoplifting Ershka, have you ever shoplifted or stolen anything? No, actually, I've done a lot of things in my life, but I've never stole shit. <laughs> okay. I was reading today that the highest form of theft in terms of dollars, American dollars at least, is wage theft. It's more than all the others combined, so I thought that was kind of depressing. 
But what was that? That's like if you're employed by somebody and you're not getting compensated fairly for overtime or um, your wages aren't being paid correctly per your contract or just anything where you are supposed to be treated one way by an employer and then you're not and it's never rectified. That's wage theft, apparently. Yeah, that's there's a lot of this. It's like modern exploitation. Yep. It's a big pile of dog shit, really. Um, but anyhow, yeah, not to detract from Pash with their song, Shoplifting, from Demonstration, which was put out this year by Urban Cowboy. Then there was Current Affairs with Let Her, uh, from a compilation of their stuff known as Object and Subject, that Tough Love put out last year. We heard that instrumental was the Majestics with Oasis from a 1961 chess single, uh... At Bonafide, who were really great at Underdogs the other night, they played that song that you heard, A6, as uh, part of their set. And they're always really good. That's uh, from their greatest hits, as they call it, they put out this year. And to start Shrouded Amps with Make Me Strange from Make Me Strange, put out this year. Um, Yeah, so talking about Billow and that whole ticket giveaway thing, remember just... Tell me what record they put out last year. We're going to play something by them next called You're Safe on Jupiter, which is from a single from their forthcoming album.
down uh etwas an and what does that mean you might ask well i don't really know but we will consult with the experts as we typically do here on the ah man radio program and by the experts i mean google translate and the answer is like many things on this radio show none of that matters there you go No, it doesn't. Uh, what else do we hear? Before Suzanne Doucette, uh, Concrete Lawn with Get Me Out from Aggregate, put out through Urge Records this year. Then there was the Velveteens with Dog Patch Creeper from a single that Emmy put out in 1960. Um, City Rose, Sexton's Call from the City Rose EP which isn't actually out yet, but there's a couple of songs on their Bandcamp page, and apparently they've broken up, even though this isn't out yet, which is a real shame, because I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and to start our pals in Billow, You're Safe on Jupiter from a single you can stream on their Bandcamp page, or you can wait for their album to come out uh, fairly soon, and hear the whole shebang. All right. Um, so yeah, we got... Another ticket giveaway, if anybody's so inclined, uh, for the Alf Strategy and Billow show. We already gave away those tickets, so uh, Stinka on June 19th. The question is, name one song from the latest Stinka record and spell it backwards. And then you got yourself two tickets to that show. 
if nobody claims those, maybe I'll bring it up later on. Uh, and see, and you can always send me a message with the correct answer even after the show is done in the event somebody doesn't claim it and maybe on the replay somebody will I don't know so yeah it's me and Urshka's here too I better turn up her microphone and stop being a jerk and hogging all the microphone to myself hi I don't need so much microphone it's fine but yeah just ask me anything and I'll tell you yeah anything at all anything like spin the bottle kind of thing okay um, we talk a lot about Karens. Why do you like Karens, or why do you find them interesting? Um, I think I found them interesting because I can't relate to them at any, you know, any level. So I'm just kind of like being fascinated about this savage behavior that they're, you know, um, doing. So, yeah, that's why I kind of um, investigate Karens and also all the Karen videos that I send you. It's um, for, I'm picking them up for my dissertation on Karen <laughs> behavior that I'm writing. Sociological essay. Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, they're like, you know, I feel that um, I'm being this uh, scientist observing a certain species or something like that. Do they have Karens in Slovenia? Yeah, yeah, we do, we do. Their favorite drink is Aperol Spritz. Okay, mm -hmm. <laughs> that might a, be an international thing. Yeah, maybe that's a that's an international current thing. Um, but yeah, but I don't think they're they're as as bad as American Karens, to be honest. I mean, the worst thing that they will do, they they'll become a bit bitchy and rude when they're ordering coffee, or they will have a complicated order, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I've never seen in Slovenia this kind of Karen American Karen behavior exhibited that it's it was in those videos. So I think it's yeah, it's kind of not so, uh, you know, it's not. I mean, it is international, but the certain behavior it's more country wise. Yeah, I guess. there is the Karen capital of the world. What is? Oh I, well, it, yeah. Does Caraville exist? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure um, there has to be some place named something like that. Let's see. I'm interested. <gasps> oh, it's a a tiny village of tiny buildings is Karenville, apparently. Uh, they wouldn't be pleased that the tiny <laughs> village is <laughs> named by them. They would not. That would not be up to snuff for Karens. Not at all. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and actually those those houses look like they're in kind of rough shape too. So. That's a pretty funny, funny name. It's in, uh, where is this? I think it's New York State, out in the sticks somewhere. <laughs> Middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, like right on the border with, uh... oh, it's just outside of Ithaca. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, there you go. Anybody, if you're ever passing through or near Ithaca, then pay a little visit to Karenville. And I'm, I think there probably won't be any Karens there, interestingly enough. Do you think the village has a manager? <laughs> um, I don't know. If they are, if it does have a manager, they're not doing a very good job because on Google Maps, the option to claim this business is still there. So they're definitely not managing their online presence. Maybe they're too busy with the Karens that are showing up in Karenville. Yeah, I think there's a lot of them protesting that th this village is named by their name. So... They don't have time to 
you know, work on online presence. They they are, you know, wasting all their time to deal with Karens. Yeah. But then other Karens could complain that there's not enough time being given to the online presence. So it's a whole chicken and the egg kind you think of. That so it's like their vacation spot. <laughs> it, it could be. Yeah. I don't think it's luxury enough. No. I think we need more more research on the quote-unquote town of Karenville. It's actually li listed as a cottage village here, whatever that means. But, yeah, we'll get back to you on that. Um, Do you think every cottage comes with its own manager? Uh, I think it's, well, for Karenville, it would ha it, you almost have to. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Even that, it might not be enough. Two managers per cottage. <laughs> yeah. That's what the population of the town is. It's just all managers <laughs> with the occasional the, visitor, it, which is a Karen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was I would actually make it like a good short movie, though. <laughs> well, there you go. The stuff just writes itself. Exactly. All right. Going to move on to some music, which I guess is kind of what we do here. We're not talking about Karens. Um, so next is Percy Mayfield. The song is The Voice Within. It's taken from this compilation of his work, also called The Voice Within, that was put out by Route 66 in 1982. But the material on uh, this dates from much further back. I think it's from like the mid to late 50s. So here we go. While talking to myself One day I heard a voice within me say Why don't you wake up? Don't you know the one you love is not for you? Is not for you For you belong You're a different kind of girl And in a different kind of world And so I said to me Within what can I do How can I win the voice at ease Turn your face toward the sky And don't cry For you meet your love by by to me within what can I do how can I win the voice at ease turn your face toward the sky don't cry for you'll meet your love by
cuando todo está en sombras.
Tainted Love by Jan Howard. I really got a kick out of that. Um, that was put out in 1983. It's the title track from an album, actually, from that same album as you'd expect, by Avi Records. Uh, we're going to discuss that a little more in detail in a minute, but I'll just run through what else we heard. There was also Body Lens before that, Empty Space, from their 2018 self-titled, self-released album. They got a new record out too, it's good. You can find it on on their Bandcamp page. Before Body Lens, Tom O'Neill with Fresno, California. It's from a single that Cheatham Records put out and features... Ronnie Dawson on guitar which makes it a lot cooler I don't think 
I'd really like it all that much if it wasn't for the guitar work there, which is quite impressive, as you'd expect from Ronnie Dawson. Um, Rosalia with Yono Tengo Nada from a Spanish belter single came out in 1969. And we started with Percy Mayfield, The Voice Within, from The Voice Within, put out in 1982 through Route 66. You may or may not know what that music means, but it will be very uh, soon that we're going to talk to our pal Zach Coons. And you know something? I think I'm going to call him right now. We're going to. We got some hot button topics to address with the man. I hope I keep my mailman called Mr. Mac away from Zach. You there, buddy? Ah, shit. (laughs) I can't hear you. Yeah. I don't know. How about... I'm going to see if I can figure out what this is. I think there's something unplugged. You might be able to hear me. Can you? Okay. Yeah, I think something's unplugged, so... Uh, we got a whole set of songs that deal with clowns that we're going to play. Um, so I'll get into that and we'll call you back in a second. How about that? Alrighty, I'll talk to you in a second.
I've heard enough country music coming out of your joint to last me a lifetime. Now, pipe down. It's the music of angels, sir. Don't you dare talk about country music. You're taking it to a whole other level with that shit. You need to cut it out. You scut it out.
Okay. I think I figured out what was going on. There was a cable that was just barely unplugged. So, uh, yeah. I'll let you know what you just heard in a few minutes. But for the in, in the interest of talking to Zach as quickly as possible, let me dial him again right now. Howdy there, wild man. How are you? <laughs> hey, Buster. What's going on? Did we did we get it all figured out? Oh, I can hear you as plain as day. <laughs> that's that's great. Hello to your hello to your guest as well. Hi, Zeg. Yes, he- hello there. How, how do you say your name? Uh, Urska. Urska. It's, it yeah. has like this hard Slavic R. Yeah, that's a very hard R. Is, <laughs> I've, yeah. I've never known a harder R in my life. <laughs> yeah, you should <laughs> travel to Slavic countries more than. <laughs> well, you know, that's funny you mentioned that because I, uh, when Rory told me that you were visiting, I actually dug up a, um, I, I dug up a, one of my tour diaries from the time that he and I were touring in uh, Slo- Slovenia. That's where you're from, is that right? Yeah. So I, yeah, we, you know, I've, I've been there a few times, but you know, I'm really, a, I'm really a hillbilly at heart. I, I can't really pronounce anything right, even things that are in English, in my opinion. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've got this really, I've got, I've got a pretty interesting. Um, account of my of, of my time in we played in uh i could be saying it wrong beltacini is that right beltacini oh wow i'm way off <laughs> a bit yeah but it's fine <laughs> so yeah, yeah you were playing gotta, there and oh man yeah that's a story yeah should should i read it aloud go for it yeah i i want to know i'll say be- I'll say before I start reading around, if somebody is is um, really offended by hearing about uh, two men having anal sex, I think they should tune out for a little while because that that features pretty prominently into this story, particularly uh, historical figures. But I'll go ahead and, with that preamble uh, in mind. I'll I'll go ahead and and read this little blurb I wrote that. All of my blurbs from this particular tour, I, I always keep a really pretty distinct. Um, tour diary, but all my blurbs I've noticed from this particular tour uh, included a little philosophical thing about touring beforehand. So I'll, I'll, I'll read it all as it as it goes, and then I'd I'd, I'd love to get into this topic of, of Karens that you were you were on since they're really uh, <laughs> yeah I also they're an American that. phenomena. Everybody <laughs> loves Karens. That's what the show should have been yeah. about in general, not Raymond. I mean, yeah. it's I think it's more like love hate relationship, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's more like along the lines of everybody hates Chris, but we everybody hates Karen. Them. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think really anybody likes them all that much. And I've I've had uh, enough experience, I'll say, in my life with them that I maybe I can weigh in on that topic. But at any rate, for for now, I'll just read about this. And uh, apologies in in advance, Erskine, if I really uh, do a really bad job um, butchering the how things are pronounced but i'll i'll give it my i'll give it a good college try don't worry um, i mean it's don't really worry about the pronunciation i know it's you know it's hard to pronounce it. some words i think if i would speak in french all the people just like laughing at me so <laughs> that's right there's a there's the universal language and that language is 
just kind of points to how ridiculous and and uh, absurd the world is, and and I think we all speak that language pretty well, or we should be able to speak it pretty well by this stage in our lives, at any rate. But anyway, I'll, I'll go ahead and read what I wrote. Um, so this was from 2011, actually the very beginning part of 2011, just after it was uh, 14-1-2011. Uh, and for people that are listening in the States, obviously one fourteen eleven. or how do you, how do you guys say that in Canada, uh, Rory? Do you, do you say the month first and then the date and then the, the year or? Uh, we, we'd say like January 11th or the 11th of January. It's pretty interchangeable. But when you're writing your dates down, do you write the, uh, month first and then the date? Um... I, yeah, it's more common to do that. It's like month, day, year. But I actually prefer how they do things over here with that, where it's day, month, year, because then it's in a sequence, you know. Yeah, I really prefer that as well. I prefer to say like the fourteenth of January of two thousand eleven. But this is so. This is when that's from, at any rate. So I'll I'll, I'll read what I wrote. It's a pretty short blurb. Okay. Um. So, uh, and. I also have really, really terrible handwriting because at that on that tour, it, that tour was so horrific that we were both drinking a lot, if I recall correctly. So my handwriting is pretty, pretty poor. So I probably will have some mistakes along those lines as well. But at any rate, with that preamble, uh, touring brings us to uh, face to face with the fundamental realities and the essential questions of day to day existence. Uh, where, what, and when will I eat? Where will I pit, where will I be able to find a place to piss and shit? How long will I how long until I get a chance to sleep? And how much sleep can I get? Uh, other than that, it's waiting around in random places, chatting with people people you'll likely never see again. And if you're lucky, if you're lucky, getting a good drink along the way. And I'll say I'll say as a postscript to that, I don't really drink much. Uh, of anything these days, so I don't agree with that any, lo- any longer. Although having a nice having a nice Slovenian uh, a, a nice Slovenian herbal drink sounds really quite nice right now. Uh, so Beltacini, I'm, I know I'm saying it wrong, is a small town outside of, and I'm, I'm no, I'm saying this wrong as well. Murska Sabat, Murska Sabata, Murska Sabata, Murska Sabata uh, itself, which was. A small town, if I remember correctly. It's a very relatively. small town in Hung- uh, near Hungary, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, we played as a part of a jazz festival called B-Jazz, I believe was what it was called. Does that sound right to you, Rory? I can't even remember. Yeah, I, I'm just going to say <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. glad I ha- <laughs> I'm glad I have this written down. Um, so we played as part of this jazz festival called B-Jazz, and it was set up by an extremely tall Bosnian fellow named Dragon. And it was actually spelled like, if you're listening to it in the States or North America, it was actually spelled like dragon. Um, dragon, probably. The, yeah, I, you're probably right. Uh, the venue, uh, which appears to be the, when we got there, it was the only bar in town. Uh, had really excellent black and white comics uh, from this comic strip called Strip Burger, pasted on the wall. Uh one of which depicts a cowboy being snake-bitten on the penis in the desert. Uh, an Indian happens along and discovers the dying cowboy who pleads for his help. The Indian obliges and uh, cuts open the penis with a blade and starts to suck the poison out. The cowboy begins to enjoy this act of mercy and ultimately uh, the pair engage in a real in, in very... Uh, 
vigorous anal sex. Uh, we find out at the end of this particular comic that the characters are Wild Bill Hickok and Sitting Bull. <laughs> so, you know, I, I wrote as a little postscript, my high school history teacher owes me an explanation as to why I wasn't made privy to this select piece of American folklore history. <laughs> so that was my little, that's, <laughs> that's what I wrote about my time my time in Slovenia we were coming from a we were coming from a very hapless night in Slovakia actually the night before we took a where we we met a we we had a very dull night as a part of a, a one-man band festival with this awful uh I think Swede free jazz saxophone player who played really terrible music oh that was in uh Ljubljana so that was in, in Slovenia That's too. right yeah yeah that was Slovenia. You're right. Yep. You're right. I, I, you, I am mistaken about that. You're right. That was in Slovenia a, as well. Then I remember. Guys I'll never forget. Have been there a lot. <laughs> yeah, we've been yeah, there a few really times. Quite, quite a few times together. We we've spent time in Slo- in Slovenia. Uh, it hasn't helped my pronunciation of any of the of any of the principal names of Slovenia at all. But yeah, we've we've been there quite we've been there quite a lot. I'll never forget that time, Rory, where this awful sweet free jazz saxophone player was playing this extremely extremely painstakingly quiet set and the fellow in the back cracked open a uh, cracked open a cold one <laughs> and it just everyone looked back and I just wanted to cheer at the top of my lungs thanking him for breaking up the monotony of this very dull piece of 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 performance art horse shit it was so good do you remember that I do I think about that a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's the only time, really. It, it's shockingly, in the course of of the thousands of shows I've played, that's the only time I ever remember somebody interrupting it correctly. You know, I I thought that that was a really incredible way to interrupt that <laughs> interrupt that terrible set, and they did it not by yelling at all, but just by cracking up, open this cold one, and just guzzling them, guzzling it down. <laughs> In the middle of this set, I thought that was terrific. <laughs> and everybody in the room could hear it because it was so quiet otherwise. And it was, it, just, was, and it he, was so painstakingly. Yeah. He did it in such quiet. a way where it was like, it seemed like he was almost trying to quiet the, the, the opening, but not really, of the beer. Because obviously he knew it was going to be loud <laughs> in such a quiet environment. But he did it like yeah. almost slowly, like he was trying to be polite, like... <laughs> And it just kind of made it worse. It's the opposite of... It made it a lot louder. <laughs> yeah. And more drawn out. So, yeah. yeah. Hats off to I'll, that man, I'll whoever never, he is. <laughs> I'll never forget that, that night, that later that night where we stayed in that seven... It was like it was like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs type of uh, uh, attic, whatever, the lofts. Those are called lofts. So we had to get to this place where Rory and I slept. And we were sleeping there with... I, think there were dozens of little beds placed out placed on this uh uh it was it was a former army barracks in slovenia but they had they had it had been reclaimed by anarchists if i remember oh on Metilkova, and, and they, you were probably in Selica. it was kind of like everything was designed in a prison kind of thingy yes yeah it was a former army army barracks it was in like uh Metal Kolka or something like that, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, this um, whole street. This street is made of clubs and. Yep. Yeah, this is Metelkova, and you probably slept in Selica. They It used to be like an army prison, but then they turned it into a hostel. 
That's that's it. But it was it was more than that. It was a it was an art compound. There were a lot of like out. There were a lot of art installations throughout the course of it, and there were many people there having doing um, uh, presentations of different types. You know, there were different residencies there happening at the same time where Rory and I were playing this. Um, it was a festival there set up by some fellow or other. I can't recall his his story at all or their story at all. But yeah, because we actually uh, played there twice. There was. There was the one time with that like jazz crew or whatever, and then there was the other time that was because that that jazz guy actually had a bunch of other people involved, and then there was like the one man band right. festival, which which was a bit better, but uh, we got a real nasty write up after it. <laughs> I remember the, that write up. Yeah, it wasn't it, it? It it was it 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 wasn't complimentary to what to what we did, but. I I wish that they had that because they had they filmed the video they filmed the video for Slovenian television about it and I think that that kind of put us in a more complimentary light but there yeah. was a real I I remember that that interview where we were so already so tired from the tour and it was in the middle of winter and it was just like that that interview was probably one of the most churlish bitter interviews probably ever that's been posted on any 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 wide television but why? network in the what why were we no why was it a why, horrible interview it wasn't a horrible interview we were both just in a very rotten mood i think yeah I think we I were was maybe in a more rotten mood than rory was but we talked about they had asked us some question or other about why people why we played by ourselves instead of with other people and the answer i think i remember something along the lines of me saying I just can't stand to be around, I can't stand to be around other people and play music with other people, which is not the way I feel at all. Not, not, <laughs> yeah. That doesn't. But at the time, I was in such a foul mood, I, and and the, the questions were so inane and so irritating that I just kind of, I remember just saying, I just can't stand to be around other people to, enough to play music with them. I, I can't imagine, you know, getting together with somebody else and enjoying it. And, and at the time, I was in several bands, so it wasn't really necessarily the way I felt. It was just in a really rotten mood and. Uh, Kind of the, the question. The questions were really stupid, in my opinion, at any rate. And but so from it got, where it, was the reporter? Do you, know, do you remember? It was on it the was public television. Oh yeah. Okay. I yeah. Then I everything's clear now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'll, I'll never forget you building that really roaring fire in the middle of the night, uh, Rory. That that roaring fire that you insisted on 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 building in the night. Uh, in, in the middle of the night while I was trying to sleep. And then I, I got up in the middle of the night and the bathroom was, you had to climb down the, you know, we had both been drinking and you had to really climb down these sets, this set, this... Yeah, because it's two bunk beds, ladders. right? Yep. In the it wasn't hostel. bunk beds. It, it, it wasn't bunk beds. It was, you climbed up this ladder and there were basically just a bunch of old mattresses flopped <laughs> in a row, basically. It wasn't a bunk bed situation, but it was very much like a set, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs type situation where... You climbed up these. You climbed up two sets of ladders. Bunk bed is too kind of a term. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was bunk in that it was in a loft, but the but the the mattresses were right next to one another, flop house style. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and I remember having to get up in the. I remember getting up in the middle of the night, having to piss so awfully bad. And it was very difficult to get around. I hope this doesn't offend you to talk about this stuff. I, I don't. I, What I don't about pissing? Well. Pissing, yeah. Why I, I would that offend me in any way? 
you're you're right. You're you're absolutely right. It's a uh, natural thing. Everyone pieces. I, so yeah, go on. I, I think there's a yeah there's a distinct there's a distinctly Euro European view that really uh, that um, that contrasts sharply with 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 uh, a view from from people some people in the in the U.S. At any rate, so I I um. Thought I woke up in the middle. I had to piss really badly, and instead, I thought, well, instead of trying to navigate these two really, really precarious uh, ladder, this ladder system, I'll just piss into this um, this this beer bottle. So I piss in, and then I filled it up, and I <laughs> so I had to put the plug uh -oh. in and actually climb down in the middle of the night to, to try and find this bathroom. And that was in the middle of the winter, you know. So I was trying to find this this bathroom that was situated in a really strange place and there was somebody taking a shower in the bathroom at the same <laughs> at the same time and oh, I couldn't wait. Oh, because it was wait. shared, right? It was like a it shared It was shared, bathroom. yeah. It was artist's, uh, you know, it was an artist compound more or less. So, yeah. Yeah, there was somebody, there was a, a Japanese fellow taking a shower and I, I remember just, I couldn't wait at all. I had to go in there and, and finish pissing. And, um, I remember the the Japanese fellow stopping the stopping the shower midstream and like looking out and basically saying, "What in the fuck are you doing?" To me? <laughs> <laughs> while I was taking it, while I was taking a pit and the and the bathroom, you know, it was like it wasn't there wasn't a, a toilet. It was just pissing in a hole in the ground, more or less. And oh, uh, okay. I'll, I'll never I'll never forget the look this guy gave me. Just really an incredibly irritated look. Like, what are you? I'm taking a shower in here, but there wasn't. Yeah, you know, there wasn't a door or anything like that. It was just. You go in, and I just like ran in as fast as I could because I had to go horrifically. You know, I had to go very badly, and um, and I didn't notice that somebody was showering until I was midstream, more or less. And uh, you might as well finish so the, the date at that point. At, I the, think at that point, there was. Go ahead. No, I'll finish. Finish the story. Yeah, I think at that point there was no, there was nothing for it. I had to. I couldn't. I couldn't stop midstream again i had already done that once with the beer bottle and had to climb down the climb down those precarious terrifying stairs in the middle of the night so yeah i went ahead and finished the i finished the deed with this guy giving me pretty dirty looks in the in the, in the midst of it watching me piss in the, in the midst of it just watching me watching me have a piss and and uh and and glowering at me I think he so was, was kind of, um, you know, experiencing cultural shock or something like that. Well, oh, that's the story I, of my life. No respect. Don't get no respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that I don't. I don't know that I experience a lot of cultural shock anywhere. I mean, and, or that much of anything shocks me. All, but no, I was I think talking about the Japanese guy. I don't think the Japanese are pissing end. in front of each other a lot, <laughs> but maybe I'm generalizing. I don't know. No, I think you're right. I think on his end, he was very shocked that somebody was pissing in the same place that he was taking a shower. You know, I think that he was pretty, pr pretty, pretty taken aback a, a by, a, a by that. But anyway, that's, that's, that's one story of I guess now two stories of my experiences in, in Slovenia. I thought I would. I thought I would share with you. They're pretty scatological, but I thought. So. Yeah, I mean, because pissing pissing in public in Slovenia, it's kind of like a national sport. You know, we once That's, actually yeah. in this Metelkova that you, act, you were were there when this were happening. We were 
having a peace contest outside and we were basically <laughs> com- competing who will peace uh, you know peace faster and <laughs> and we were squatting because you know girls we squat when we peace and then the guys were also basically squatting while they were peacing so they were showing even. yeah solidarity with our gender so that was happening <laughs> on Metilkova as well so if you would Peacing in front of a Slovenian guy, I think it would be pretty normal. But I think the, the the Japanese guy, for him, it was kind of a cultural shock. So it's too bad because yeah. it's a commune, you know. Like these things are going to happen. You're going to be sharing your toilet while you're using the shower, and when you're not using the toilet, that's just costume business. That's, that's exactly how I play. That's the costume. I mean, I'll, I'll I I will I will, I don't have any problem pissing in front of anybody. It's so- far as that's concerned if if, if so you know I mean, there would have to be agreed upon terms i mean that was a situation where there wasn't there wasn't uh, i i'm not i'm not shy about it was not consensual piecing it wasn't consensual yeah. yeah it was it wasn't consensual and he wouldn't have given me my consent that's for sure yeah but it was uh it, it was there was there were there were no other there were no other options uh available at that time i could have pissed over the railing but then there were people under there I wouldn't have minded do, doing that, but there were people under there still drinking at the bar, so I was afraid I would piss on somebody's head. And that's, <laughs> that's uh, not. Yeah, that, that's also that, that. That would be bad also for Slovenia, I think. <laughs> I think in, in every culture, no one likes having piss. You know, no one likes getting pissed on their head. And, a, I mean, some as a general thing, especially yeah, unconsensually. I think. Yeah. yeah, some people. I think generally in a culture. It's a no-go, but you can find the outliers, certainly. Oh, yeah, I think in every culture there are people just that just enjoy getting pissed upon. I, don't, I, I can't relate to that, and I certainly don't want... I wouldn't want somebody pissing on me, that's for sure, but yep. if, if, if that's what floats somebody, somebody's boat, I say that's a-okay by them. I don't have any problem with that, but I don't necessarily want to be the one doing the pissing, if that's the case, though. Uh... But push come to shove, I, I wouldn't, you know, I don't I don't shrink from it. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Well, my friend, I think um, we could keep going for a long time, but we're almost 22 minutes in. This might be the longest oh I'm boy. allowed yet, so. Um, yeah, yeah, boy, yeah, we could. Well, it was, thanks, thanks, as always, for having me along. It was, it was nice to be, it was nice to be preambled by the, 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 the clown songs. I think that was pretty appropriate <laughs> to be, to be honest. And you played, you played uh, my my good friend and and uh, and Boone collaborator Rick Weaver's favorite song, "Death of Death of a Clown." One of my favorites as well. Yeah, uh, that's 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 one of my favorite tracks of all time. So it was it was nice that we were going to end up talking about some today, which was you know pissing basically and <laughs> shitting. <laughs> I think between Karens and clowns, that kind of summarized today's show so far. <laughs> I think Karen yeah. would also really hate someone pissing in public in front of them. So maybe that was also. Oh, yeah. they would be. Spirit. Yeah, they, they would. They, they they would they would definitely create legislature to make it such that you couldn't piss in public. That would be a classic Karen move. You know, go 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 to their go to their councilman and say. This pissing in public has got to stop. Yada, you know, etc. Actually, et cetera, in Slovenia, it's against the law to piss in the public. You can get fined, but nobody gives a fuck about mm-hmm. that. And I've never <laughs> heard every, anyone getting fined for that. But it's a law, so I think Karens could could um, like set an example of that. 
<laughs> That's right. Well, it's been really nice getting to know you, Rory. As always, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me on, letting me, uh, you know, letting me talk about these sort of things. It's a real, real thrill as always. Your, your friendship means an awful lot to me, and uh, I can't, I can't wait to tune into the rest of the show. Good luck with both of your ventures in the in the future, and I look forward to uh, seeing at least what I can see about your your upcoming show, old old chum. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Uh, we'll uh, we'll keep it going on the, on this tangent next week. I, I think there's a lot more we can say about it. And uh, meanwhile, <laughs> I don't know if it's that uh, Tennessee mountain air or, or you know you just got a good night's sleep last night, but you're sounding really good. So thank thanks for being on. Thank here. you, my friend. <laughs> As any any time, my my friend. This is a, something I look forward to every single week. All right. Well, we'll keep it going then. Be seeing you. I'll be seeing you, old friend, and it was nice meeting you. Yeah, same nice meeting you too, Zag. Cheers, until our until our paths cross in the real world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bye. All right. Goodbye. There you go. The Coonster, as only one man can do it. And I think I'll run back through our, our clown set real quick here. Um, before we jump into more stuff. So yeah, we heard Six Finger Satellite, Funny Like a Clown, from The Pigeon is the Most Popular Bird. And we were talking about that title. Maybe not popular in terms of their likability, but by virtue of their sheer numbers. Um, that came out in 1993 through Sub Pop. Then there was Faye Freimeyer, Big Clown, A Crying, from... I don't even know if this came out properly when it was recorded, but uh, it's found on the Complete D Singles Collection Volume 5, which Bear Family released in 2002. Then there was, as Zach mentioned, Dave Davies' Death of a Clown from a Pie Records single put out in 1967. Uh, from another 1967 single, the Mod 4, Funny Little Clown, before that, through Fred Lowe Custom Pressing, and to start, Ray Hendricks with Smile of a Clown, also on a single, which came out in 1962 through Cimarron. Um, yeah, what do we got? A whole other set of songs to come up, and we're going to run late, but who cares? So, yeah. Um, I think after that we will... We have some important matters to discuss, such as what what is the corniest song that we've played so far yeah, I, I still think it's the Jean Shepard. I think she's my my first runner. Yeah. First runner up. Okay. Maybe we'll close out the song with, with the tail end of, or the very beginning of that for reference, just to let people know, or if anybody tuned in late. I have no issues with playing one really prominent song twice in one show, so. Yeah, we'll see, but we need to, you know, give chance to other songs to prove their corniness as well. There might be one or two coming up in this set, which could change the the, uh, the showing a little bit. So we'll see. I don't think this next one falls into this category, though. It's it's by Fruit Loops. And it's called Prada. Um, they spelled Loops with three O's, I guess, because they're such a good band. You need an extra O in there. So here it is.
came here looking for something But I couldn't find anywhere else Well, I don't want to be nobody I just want the chance to be myself Well, I've done a thousand miles of thumbing And I've wore blisters on my heels Trying to find me something better On the streets in Bakersfield Well, you don't know me, but you don't like me You say you care less how I feel But how many of you that sit and judge me Ever walk the streets in Bakersfield Some time in San Francisco Well, I spent a night there in the can Lay through this drunkard in my jail cell I took $15 from that man But I left him my wristwatch and my old house key Don't like folks saying that I'd steal And I thanked him as he was sleeping Then I headed out to Bakersfield Well, you don't know me, but you don't like me You say you care less how I feel But how many of you that sit and judge me Ever walk the streets in Bakersfield Many of you that sit and judge me Ever walk the street in Bakersfield
started raining avocados from my avocado tree. Was this man barking up the wrong tree? I told him, get the hell out of my tree. He says, I'm going to pick your avocados, old man. What are you going to do about it? What would prompt you to do something so stupid, sir? Guacamole. Next, Judge Judy. I was getting along on my lonesome way to Yukon didn't have a worry night or day But with you my trouble began Oh, Lord, I've got Them doggone I want her But I can't have her Somebody else has got her blue On a reckless ship of love And I've been tossed I've been kicked around by fate I kissed your lips That's where I got lost But just one kiss too late She's left me with The doggone I Somebody else has got her blues The key to my heart's door You got somebody else's name You're somebody else has got her blues
Makes me a big man then like a coward I turned and I ran the bottle and me Should be out painting the town But I'm too ashamed to have any fun I'm feeling too guilty for what I've done I'd live it up if I could give it down Now she's all alone and crying her eyes out I put the tears there, I did it, no doubt But it's too late to take her back, I found But I'm too ashamed to show my face now And I can't face going out any place So I'd live it up if I could give it down Memories of her keep hanging around I'd live it up if I could live it down Actually, it's just called on the single, I'd Live It Up. And that came out by West Park Records. Then there was Francois Hardy with, I'm not going to call it Point Point, I guess, in the, in the French way, from La Question. Put out in 1971 by Sono Press. Uh, we had Bob Gallion. Before that, I Want Her Blues, put out in 1956 by MGM on a single. Then, Kamikaze Palm Tree, Sharpie Smile from Good Boy, released by Mudguts in 2019. Then, one of my most favorite songs ever, Homer Joy, Streets of Bakersfield. Although, I'm only just recently familiar with the Homer Joy rendition of that. He wrote the song, and then... Uh, would later hand it over to Buck Owens. But yeah, I don't I don't know if that's the original or, or what have you, but anyway that came out through Capital in nineteen seventy two. Um, Fruit Loops started it with Prada from Orangina, which they put out this year. And that pretty well does it. We got a couple more songs before we're out of here. 
And one thing we'd been talking about the whole time was the, how are we going to do this? Well, one thing we've been talking about is trying to position our chairs better so that we can use our microphones and also talk to each other simultaneously. So, yeah. One last talk set. I think we finally got it figured out, at least partially. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's also the matter of what's the corniest song of today. So, Urshka, I leave this to you. Yeah, and now we basically heard most of the songs by now. Yeah, there's two more, but I don't think they're going to figure in the top ten. Yeah, I, I, I should have, you know, been writing them down because we were listening to them and the song came up and I was kind of, oh yeah, that's one. That one is also a bit cordy. But I th- I still think that I would I would choose uh, Gene Shepard. All right. Well, we'll play that at the very end of the set. And as we mentioned, we're going to send out in the mail to Gene Shepard's record label an envelope containing rotten food. We have to decide exactly what that rotten food will be. Probably corn and cheese. Maybe rotten lettuce in there to make it more of a sandwich. Yeah, or, you know, some vegetables, so it's more healthy and... Yeah, but this, does uh, the record label, does it still exist? I sincerely doubt it. Let's see, real, real quickly here. Um, put out through Scorpion Records, which doesn't sound like anything <laughs> substantial. <laughs> There's probably like a million <laughs> record labels called Scorpion Records. Uh, yeah. Bear with us here. I don't. I don't even know how good of an idea this is for me to be looking up while, while I'm on air. I, I don't care. I mean, I can also talk about something, but I need to, like in the meantime when you're when you're googling it. But I need some inspiration for <laughs> the subject. Yeah, I'm not really a good source of that right now. Yeah, I don't know. It's so stupid. I found this with the greatest of ease earlier today. And then all of a sudden now it's impossible to find. Which serves me right for... Okay, alright. Now I found it. Yeah, Scorpion Records. The last thing that they put out was, it looks like, 1978. (laughs) Which was around the time this came out. (laughs) Oh, no, they had stuff in 79 too, so... But oh, probably yeah. they don't exist anymore. They do. It's funny because here on the Discogs page, there is an address. So whoever's at that address now is going to get a deligram consisting of corn, cheese, lettuce, and we'll put mayonnaise in there just to stink it up. Yeah, although the, the, the rotting cheese is pretty hard, but but yeah, mayonnaise combined with may- mayonnaise, I think it's a, it's a good punishment. Yeah. All right, well, that, that's that settled anyway. So, yeah, we'll hear that song again, Gene Shepard, The Real Thing, at the end. Uh, I'm going to play Marty Martell next, Out of Control, which came out through BSP Records on a single. I don't know when. And uh, we'll hear Waltz with Redline through uh, something they put out themselves this year. It was just called EP was the name of the EP. Thanks to everybody for being here. 
I'll say, as a reminder, maybe this is a mark of my failure, but nobody's claimed either of those tickets that I put up for grabs, so if you're listening to the replay, maybe you still can. Um, And you would have already heard by now the instructions for that. So, yeah, thanks to folks for listening live, folks for listening on the replay. Big thanks to Urshka for keeping me company here today. No problem. And for encouraging more intriguing banter than what I usually offer alone. And obviously, thanks to Zach for his commentary as we had it. I guess that pretty well does it. Urshka, you got anything? No, not on my mind at the, the moment. But yeah, it was it was really fun to be here. I um, have never done a radio show, so it uh, it's um it's a good good um, use of my Saturday afternoon. <laughs> All right, well I'm glad to hear it. Now we're gonna order some pizza. I like a little bit of pizza. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.
just look after yourself, as they always say, because no one else will. Let us get the fuck out of here. Be seeing you. And you.